0: Welcome everyone to Kingdom Sisters Radio. It's your girl, Skaya, and we got our girl Myra here. All right, we're just waiting on our girl KC. We're gonna go ahead and get this thing started. You're gonna like our topic for today. What's our topic, Myra? Tell the people. Okay, so our topic for today is gonna be: should Christians listen to secular music? Um, also. I really wanted to talk about New Year's resolution. Actually, this is something that Casey mentioned that she wanted to talk about. So we wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions. Oh. Should we make them? Should we not make them? Um, or okay. what is your mentality going into uh, the year twenty twenty two? So. We're going to be touching on a couple of those topics, but yeah, we're just waiting for our girl, Casey, to come through. Um, Well, you know, I got to tell you, Myra, I feel refreshed and rejuvenated this Sunday morning, and I am definitely ready to dig into these conversations. I'm really intrigued about, you know, what we have to say about the New Year's resolutions, because Mm -hmm. I... I don't do them, <laughs> and so yeah. um, I definitely think it's something that we should discuss and really unveil like, the true intentions of our New Year's resolutions and mm-hmm. uh, what it actually means to make it. You know, I don't think we really examine the weight of those things. And I guess I'm going to get a little head of myself, but I'm excited. I'm ready to dig in. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. I'm like, okay, I'm all for that. Um, how has your week been? It has been interesting, you know, <laughs> I mean, i am we already jumping in and we already doing this thing uh, because I honestly feel like it's a pretty interesting segue to what we're talking about today a little bit, you know, with the resolutions or not necessarily resolutions, but just understanding, you know, who we are in Christ and stuff. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of moving into that, but Yeah, this week has been interesting. It has its own little bumps and challenges, you know, some Mm -hmm. unexpected things that have occurred. Mm -hmm. But um, anytime that something unexpected happens to me, um, I always try to look for that bright spot. I always try to think, how can God utilize this situation for my benefit, you know, and for his glory? So, yeah, I, you know, those things kind of happen. And as I was like, you know, why, you know, the, this occur kind of thing then you know got kind of brought to my attention like because of this now this is going to be more successful or more fruitful mm-hmm. and so i was like okay you know there's even though there's like a, a minor suffering that's occurring it's going to have a greater benefit in the long run um and so some of that kind of happened this week and also i have this extra time i find myself having extra time and I'm like I need to do something with this time what am I supposed to be doing so um Mm. this week has been interesting initially but like it's good you know like I definitely find that I have more time to do things or utilize my creativity towards you know for his kingdom so Mm, how about your week well listen my week my week was okay you know um We are setting a precedent upon this year uh, to the point that uh, I uh, basically wanted to sacrifice at the beginning of this year. So right now I'm in the process of doing that. I am in the process of fasting (laughs) and it has been uh, such such a eye opener for me. Um, it's something that our church is kind of pushing for the congregation to do as a as a collective and as a whole. And uh, I, all I gotta say is, I never felt the effects of fasting you know, <laughs> when I fasted, and I think it's because I did it out of my own volition and I set the precedent for what I wanted to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And with this fast, it's becoming apparent to me. That it is beyond my control and <laughs> what I can <laughs> take and what I can, um, you know, in my body. You're pushing and your limits. So, yeah. Yes, I'm. I'm pushing myself. So. But um, oh, we are welcoming, welcoming Casey. Casey. To- yes welcome 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 we're so excited to see you but <laughs> so we were just talking a little bit uh we didn't really officially start we were just kind of you know get into the groove of things so all right all right we are here we are all gathered i'm so excited okay <laughs> so in case y'all didn't realize you know this is our first our very first episode of our new podcasting thing that we're doing you know we we didn't really know what we're getting into but i'm just excited for what god has for us and so uh, we just wanted to make sure that we introduced ourselves as a collective so again you are listening to kingdom sisters radio we are sisters in blood and we are sisters in christ hallelujah i'm here to strengthen motivate and encourage the kingdom of god by providing combined wisdom knowledge experiences love and sisterhood so my name is myra i'm your girl Skaya, and i'm casey And together, this is our Kingdom Sisters radio. So thank you so much for tuning in. So for our very first podcast, we uh, wanted to talk about something that I feel some people talk about, but it's not something that really is really dived into a little bit. So we wanted to talk about should Christians listen to secular music but we also wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions Casey you mentioned about New Year's resolutions what did you what was the question that you wanted to address uh, with us um, with diving in and, and discussing this topic with New Year's resolutions
1: um, I just wanted to know um, the perspective of New Year's resolution how people feel about it I know people make New Year's resolutions every year and then they don't commit to them but I feel like instead of making a new year's resolution make a commitment for the year that even if you do fail then you'll pick back up and continue it but I feel like when people do the new year's resolution once they mess up they're like oh well it's over now you know Mm.
0: Mm. that's so true that's so true and it's funny it's funny that you say that because for for as long as i can remember i always did what was embedded into society to do into the culture to do which was to make new year's resolutions and last year was the very first time that i did not make new year's resolutions and it was the very first year in which i made progress in my life and so i you know, I'm kind of flabbergasted in a sense because I had, I got something in my spirit and I knew that I had to act upon it and I knew I had to do it, but I didn't write it out. I just kind of made this promise to myself and and to God, like, listen, this is what I want. You know, this is my desire. Help me get to that place. And I ended up getting to that place. And so I didn't have to write it out. I didn't have to broadcast it to social media. Um, <laughs> I just went ahead and went about, my business and God just backed me up. So, uh, you know, it's so interesting that you mentioned that because that was the very first year, literally last year, 2021 was the very first year I did not make New Year's resolutions for myself. And I actually accomplished something because I made a commitment to myself and to God about certain things in my life.
1: Right.
0: Absolutely. And that's, that's the key thing that you were talking about there, Casey, like not saying like, oh, this is a new year's resolution, because when you do that, it's like you're making a promise, and when people know when you break a promise, that promise is broken, and then it usually takes some time for that, that whole relationship, or that, you know, that time to just heal, self-reflect, and process it all, and people usually take that whole year to do that, so then at the next year, you know, they want to make the same kind of promises new year's resolutions and they don't keep it and they break it and they take that time to self reflect and think okay I'm going to start new and they keep themselves in this cycle because they decided yeah I'm going to make this kind of promise instead of saying I'm going to commit to accomplishing goals you know it's important for us to always have goals every year mm-hmm. right to write yeah. them down be a specific you know your smart goals right we talk about smart goals um so be specific about it make it measurable make it attainable make it um you know make sure that you're able to be responsible in keeping it and uh make sure that it's time-based you know so that you can mm-hmm. keep yourself on track with accomplishing your goals and then you don't feel as though I've broken this, you know, you're like, okay, I fell short of my goal, but you know what, next month, next week, I'm going to be strategized and I'm improve because I made specific plans to accomplish my goal. I can easily change those plans to make sure that I can actually, you know, accommodate it. You know, I can actually reach those goals. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's healthy. <laughs> As our pastor would say, he would say, that's healthy. That is very healthy. Um, And so, yeah, we want to know what you guys feel about that. How do you guys feel about New Year's resolutions? Um, Matter of fact, what are your commitments that you want to make to yourself and to God for this year, for this 2022 year? Um, What are you, what are your expectations for yourself and what kind of goals do you want to set for yourself? And if, if you, you know, if you want to write them down, that's great. But I wouldn't necessarily want to, I don't, I wouldn't categorize my goals as new year's resolutions. They're goals. They're goals that I'm going to carry out regardless of if I don't finish it this year. Like you were saying, uh, uh, Skaya, I, you know, I completely agree with you in that sense. And as well as what you said, uh, Casey. So um, we would love to hear from you guys. So definitely, you know, message us on the back end of our channel on the Anchor FM. You can you can connect with us and you can message us. You can also go to our website, connect at kingdomsistersradio.com. That is connect at kingdomsistersradio.com. we love to hear what you have to say. And uh, yeah, so just give us your feedback. Now to segue into our next topic. <laughs> I um, wanted to... Well, Sky, you actually brought up this topic. And so I want you to kind of where what I want to know where you got the the topic from. What what made you think yeah. about creating this topic? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I found myself on Facebook <laughs> and um Honestly, I was, I came across this video that led to another video. And, you know, I, I keep myself on guard with the whole Facebook tunnels and things. So I, I get, I look for what I look for. And when I find it, I cut it off, you know? So I came across this video and it was this pastor. And he was actually talking about, um, you know people opening how demonic portals are open when people listen to certain music and um, you know I was aware of this but he was talking about how it's so important for us to be conscious of that and then he also mentioned how um, there was a popular group growing up that he knew about and um, one of the members of the group got saved and so this member he went on to share his story a bit and he, he said that they would bring in witches and warlocks to mm. basically curse the music and say oh you know when girls listen to your music they're going to lose their virginity to your song you wow. know um, and you know put these curses on the music so that when people listen to it it releases certain spirits and open up these demonic portals and you know uh, begins to change how people are feeling so then change how they feel and change how they think and then what they do you know their actions and stuff it affects your soul because that's your soul right um how you think how you feel and then what you actually put into action right so Mm -hmm. um he was talking about that, and I was just thinking, you know, it's so important and so interesting. And I also started to reflect on myself when I'm lit, if I listen to second music, how does this song make me feel? What do I begin to think as I'm listening to this song? Because it starts with, um, you know, the thinking, then maybe the feeling, you know, it all kind of leads to something. So I was like, how am I doing when I listen to this song? Is this fruitful for me? Like, is this something I want to continue to do kind of thing? And then if I feel like it's not fruitful, then I'm like, I don't need it. Uh, but yeah, that's what I begin to think about. Mm-hmm. And and that's very good. Um, that's, that's very interesting um, that you say that too. Uh, Casey, what, what are you, how are you feeling about, what are your views um, on secular music and
1: um, I totally agree with everything you just said because a, you know I feel like a lot of people think oh this can't happen like they almost make it like a fairy tale mm-hmm. like a myth so they don't believe it they don't even they don't have any caution towards it so they just go ahead mm-hmm. and do it. and later on in life these things begin to happen to them and they wonder where it came from but it's like what were you feeding your spirit you know mm-hmm. it's like you listen to music for how long and you're like oh this music makes me feel this you pick certain songs that make you feel a certain way that's why people have that trap music they're like oh it makes me so hype and makes me get yeah, so yeah. you know that you're listening to certain specific songs for a reason anyway mm-hmm. you know that's why people Some people, they could listen to secular music all day. And then when they feel some type of way and they feel like they need God, they start playing gospel music. But it's like, why Mm -hmm. did you? Because you knew it was going to do something to you. So Mm -hmm. I guess I feel like a lot of people just make it mystical and they Mm -hmm. disregard what it actually can do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? Speaking from a personal, my personal, um, perspective. There was a time in my life, personally, that I made <clears throat> I made secular music, I made music in general, a part of my identity. I felt like it, it was above who I was. Like, you should see that I prefer this type of music rather than knowing who I am, because I feel like by you knowing what kind of music I listen to, you should know who I am. I, I actually made it a part of my identity. And this is like, this was like in high school uh, when I started branching out and listen to other different types of music. I'm not saying that the music caused me to do that. I'm saying that it was something inside of me that made me want to succumb to the feeling that I needed to express who I was through music. So I would wear shirts, graphic tees, you know, I would go to Hot Topic and I would like get all these graphic tees that showcase the bands that I listened to because I wanted you to see the band and kind of get a, a pinpoint of who I was, not really realizing that, that was just one aspect of me, but it wasn't all that I was. And so I was in a dark place, you know, at that time. And I didn't even realize that I was in a dark place. I didn't even realize that mu- music was was causing me to create this other identity for myself that was not mm-hmm. even me to begin with. And mm-hmm. so I didn't know when it happened. I just know once I was yanked out of that perspective, my mind started to look at things in a different way. So, oh, wow. which brings me to think about discernment. Like, mm-hmm. you should know, there's a knowing that happens in your spirit. As you walk this walk with God, there's a knowing that you begin to develop. And some people don't, like, don't realizing that they're building discernment while they're building it. But in part, they are building discernment and so I built discernment and I don't even know where when it happened it just happened and I was like wait why should I have to dress this way to showcase who I am why should I listen to this music and why should I feel like I should feel depressed or feel sad or for feel lonely why 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 do I feel like I need to listen to this in order to feel this emotion in order to make this a part of who I am my identity and I, I was just like, what? What what is going on? And so once I realized that there was something wrong there, I began to shift my perspective. And I think that nowadays a lot of people make music a part of their identities. Mm-hmm. And I feel like by doing that, they are separating, they're not they're becoming more desensitized to the things that are embedded in that music. They they come they become so desensitized to maybe that knowing that's deep in their spirit because God blew the breath of life into our lungs so that we may be a part of him forever and ever. We have a piece of God within us. And sometimes life that, you know, the things that we are going through, it, it, it kind of overshadows the fact that there is God in us. And so you can get to a point that you just become so desensitized to that feeling that knowing of God in you, that you allow that to become all that you are. You allow secular music to become all that you are. I feel like that's what happened to me. And I feel like that's what's happening to a lot of people nowadays.
1: Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, it's interesting that you said that about the evoking the emotion and stuff like that, Myra, because, um, just the other day I was having this conversation and, um, just like that astral situation when everyone was mm-hmm. they packed themselves in there and they were like super hyped for for this event and mm-hmm. they were uncomfortable but yet they stayed there because they wanted to basically listen to this music and basically worship in this song because people mm-hmm. don't realize when you're up there and you're like move your hands to the song and stuff like that. And doing just like we put our hands up in worship um, in church, it's almost like the same thing. And it's like, you decided to stay there. You were feeling uncomfortable and you felt this suffocating and yet you stayed there and it was too late. And then a lot of people lost their lives. And it's like, why would we put ourselves in that uncomfortable situation just mm-hmm. to be part of something for music, so
0: exactly. yeah, yeah. Wow, that is so true. You That's know, what led me to that video, actually. Yeah, yeah. That whole astral situation because mm-hmm. it, it caused, I feel like it caused like this, this interruption <clears throat> into people's psyche. Like some people went to God; they found God through that whole experience, mm-hmm. and then. And some people like are never um, are not the same any longer because they were exposed to that. And some people they really lost their lives to that, you know, in that whole situation. And it's like the reason you were there was because of this musician, you know, that was playing this music. And I just want to stop the myth that that God doesn't, you know, God music is mentioned throughout the entire Bible. You know, we hear about songs of joy, songs of praise. You know, David loved to uh, play the harp and he would would get down in in some music with God. But you have to realize what the source was. The source for his joy, the source for the reason why he sang was God, Jesus, God. Some people people think uh, that, you know, just by listening to a song, it's just you're just listening to a song, but sometimes it's uh, where you're holding that that person in your mind equips the level of which you you show them you show how they how you enjoy their music because some people like really like Beyonce, some people really like some of these musicians, and it's kind of like almost on this level of which like they were just. Oh, if I can just but uh, touch them, oh my gosh. And it, it, it's <laughs> like what and you could just touch what? If you could just touch her shoe, what will happen? You won't be healed, child. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> so um yeah, people people tend to like idolize some of these artists and it's kind of becoming almost unhealthy because do you have the same candor in reference to to God? And, and if you don't, it's not to knock you down, but it's to say, what are you prioritizing in your, in your life? You know?
1: Yeah. yeah. You another, know, go ahead. But another thing I wanted to say, um, so I feel like I'm not knocking people that do it because sometimes when you're in something, you can't see it. And I feel mm-hmm. like they're so in it, they can't see it yeah and that's a lot of part with the discernment and stuff is like once god starts opening up your eyes and you start realizing things your behavior begins to change you stop doing this the, the things that you were doing before and i feel mm-hmm. like when they're in it they just they can't see it so they're in it right now and it just doesn't make sense to them because they don't understand what's going on. They think it's normal. You know? And just thinking about that. Sometimes
0: it takes a dramatic situation to bring somebody to a realization and a revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so those people, they were in that intense dramatic word. situation. And mm-hmm. that's when they begin to like, hold up, this is not it. This is not the kind of life that I want for myself. I want to live. Some people say like after that, they was like, I realized I want to live when they thought that they were going to die. And so mm. then they begin to live their life and live for Christ. <laughs> Some of them, they turn that way. So um, yeah. sometimes that's what it takes, unfortunately. Right. Mm, yeah. To let God just do his thing in in their lives. And, and it, you know, it, that's... That's also something uh, that a lot of, like I've noticed like this year, this year I kind of want to give a lot of things to God. And so uh, the, we were talking about resolutions before, <laughs> but just to, just to pinpoint on that, I just want to say that I want to get into the realization that I can't control everything. God has the final saying. And if I just follow him, Everything that is predestined for me to have, I will have it because God has already have it set. He already has it in store for me. And so, you know, those people who found God, it was already in store for them. It was already predestined upon their lives. And I pray that they stay in that in that manner, because I kind of I thought about in college, there was this professor and um she asked a question. She said, Does, do you guys feel that music influences you? And girls, listen, almost every hand in that room raised their hand. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what are they talking about? Music don't influence me. Uh, I wasn't listen- at that point at that time when she asked that question, but music had influenced me. And I was over there judging of other people who raised their hands like, mm. <laughs> but it's like it's a part of life you have to you have to learn you have to learn a lot about yourself because if you think you know yourself in high school let me tell you something you don't you don't know your yourself in high school and sometimes you don't even know yourself in college listen as a grown woman (laughs) I'm still learning myself we're always learning a lot about ourselves and it's like revealed through us uh, a lot a lot of times through the word, you know, through what God has to say.
1: Right. Um, you went back to the um, New Year's resolution thing and I just wanted to drop a little nugget in there. But, um, so I was talking about, we were talking about New Year's resolution and I was thinking about um, the fact when people create a New Year's resolution, it's more like a fad because everybody is like, oh, that's like a thing. Oh, what's your New Year's resolution? So you, you got to come up with something. Even if you didn't have one, you made up one, you know? And it's like, okay, because you're doing this to blend in with everybody else or just to say that you have one. And when mm-hmm. you make that conscious decision to like, hey, I want to improve my life. And these is, th- these are the areas that I want to improve in and make that decision and commit to God it's different because you know he's watching you
0: and then also Mm
1: -hmm. I was gonna say um so I was so I was fasting and my brother he didn't know I was fasting but there was Mm -hmm. something that we were Mm -hmm. eating that they were gonna be eating that was like you know I think it was like gumbo or something and Uh um so he was like oh you're not gonna eat any gumbo and I was like oh, no, I'm not going to eat any gumbo. It smells so good, too. And he was like, oh, he said, man, he said, you got some willpower. And I'm thinking in my head, no, I, I'm only doing this because it's fueled by God. Because if I was just doing it on my
0: own, <laughs> I would that gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And let his will be done, okay, on <laughs> earth as it is in heaven. God give us this day. Listen. <laughs> so much temptation. Um, you know, uh, that is so true. And I I think um I think that also that not all secular music has these gateways that, you know that are mentioned oftentimes uh, some, there are some secular music that is not like that, but, and you know that it's not like that because of the, of the knowing that happens, you know, that, that you just have this feeling like, okay, I can listen to this. When, once you build up a certain kind of rapport with the fact that you have this sermon and you, you have a relationship with God, because it brings me back to, I don't know if you guys watch this, but uh, Stephanie Ikey, she's a, pastor for uh one la and she was talking about how when she would go to church she'll be listening like she'll at first be listening to her afro beats and she'll be getting like getting hype and everything like that and then once you, she started getting closer to the church she would put on gospel music and then one day god was just like Oh, um, you can turn you can turn that other song back on i like that song I like the afrobeat song. And she was like, "What?" <laughs> so, it's just like um God likes music. You know, he loves music. It's mentioned all the time in the Bible, but it's just there's certain there's certain types of music that we should be sensitive to and know that we shouldn't listen to it or we maybe should minimize how much we listen to it. And so the only way that you can go about knowing your limitations and knowing what what you should and shouldn't listen to is if you at first build a relationship with God so um and that that's like very important
1: mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I want to share something too about the music um mm-hmm. this is a dream that I had one day and so in the dream I'm in this place, and there's people here. They're all gathered. Um, they're all gathered in one place. It's like they were following somebody, and um, we get they get to this place, and the person begins to talk, um, and then they realize that it wasn't what they signed it. They signed up for It was completely different. And then in the dream people that were trying to leave because they're like oh no this is not what I want the people that were in that didn't want to leave begin to eat on the people that were trying to leave and I'm Mm -hmm. in this dream and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking oh my gosh what the heck I mean they were moving and they're just just tearing off their flesh while they're trying to leave but it's like they came to this place, they were following somebody that they didn't even realize what they got into. And then when they realized what they gotten into, it was too late. Mm-hmm. And I, I, like I, I don't know if it was like a month after that, this astral thing happened. And I was thinking about that dream. And I'm like, I feel like a lot of people are going through life, following people and following trends and not knowing what they're getting into until it's too late and it's like it's a scary thing because it's like these people they decided to leave but it was too late Mm. and T.D.
0: Jake was mentioning that this uh, this morning Mm. Um, so he talked about how even the he's like there's a time you know where even the elite might get (laughs) you know turned away we know even the elite might get tricked
1: you Mm -hmm. know and so
0: he was saying like Uh, people can find themselves in situations like that. And it's too late. You know, they, they walk into something not realizing what they're following or, you know, what they're going after and it's too late, you know,
1: and so that actually really connects to that as well yeah I had, um, as soon as he T D. jake said that it reminded me of my dream and i text myra and she was like what i'm not watching what's going on <laughs> I was I like, what? yeah i was like man that's crazy oh gosh
0: yeah and so i i kind of want to bring it um back to the romans um in romans twelve, one through 2 You got to he was uh listen. I I saw that scripture, I was like, Yes, that's true, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, that that's so interesting. It's like it's more than music. It is it's become more more the music too. It's like it's in the government, it's in it's in politics. And it's like you just have to be aware of, of what's going on and and know that, you know, God is there in all things, but you just have to realize what is going on around you. You have to have more of an awareness. And I feel like my, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like my discernment is kind of improving in that sense. I feel like some of y'all probably have, your discernment is like, you know, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like there's levels to it, but I feel like my discernment is getting built more than ever before in this season.
1: That's good. That's healthy. Yeah. So that's,
0: yeah, that's, healthy. <laughs> that's healthy That's healthy mm-hmm. um, <laughs> So um, Let's see Is there anything else That y'all wanted to talk about With this With this uh, particular topic Because I, I know we talked About a lot but some people May be feeling like I hear what they're saying but listen I like music I like music i I can still worship god and like and like this type of music i mean that's nothing i don't see what's in i don't see what's wrong with that and you know i want to say to that one of the reasons why i didn't get fully fully like into being a a child of god uh like a like a like a Christian, the one of I I was a lukewarm Christian. I call it lukewarm Christian. I was very lukewarm in the sense that I was like I was willing to. I knew that Jesus Christ was my Lord and Savior. I know that He died on the cross uh, for for our sins, and our, and through Him we are saved uh, through His blood. I I was aware of that, but at the same time I was like. I wanted my cake and I wanted to eat it too in the sense that I wanted to listen to whatever I wanted to listen to. I wanted to do whatever I wanted to do. And I felt like some people that was like around me who were becoming more heavily embedded in their relationship with God, I was looking at them, looking at them like, listen, um, that's cool now that you don't listen to this, but I like this song. <laughs> Let me tear this up more. Let me go to the club and then go to church on Sunday. And I, I thought that that was just like, you know, that's just how it, how it should be. And I shouldn't have to sacrifice too much of myself, you know, in the process of, of building my relationship with God. And so that was a hindrance, you know, for me personally, um, with building my relationship with God was music. I was like, I'm going to, I felt like if by, by following God, I would have to just not listening to, listen to secular music at all. That was my mentality. And for for years, child, for years, I didn't get into into it as in depth as I wanted to because of that. I, I'm not gonna lie. I, that, that literally was one of the things that kind of pushed me back in the process, but you know, everything works out, you know, and, and and you're good so it, it helped it helped to develop me but yeah that was one of the things that, that I was like I'm not I'm not doing that.
1: <laughs> yeah I wanna say one thing because I don't want people to get discouraged and think oh I have to give up all these things at one time in order to be a Christian. Exactly. Um, so for for me music wasn't the first thing on my mind to like I don't really listen to secular music anymore but that wasn't the first thing on my mind. I just began to seek God and then he began to transform me without me even realizing until I just realized, oh, I am i don't even listen to this. thing. I don't have a desire for it, you know? And then it's like, for me, sometimes I used to wear like these low print shirts. I mean, and I would feel comfortable going out with these shirts on. It's like not like my boobs are big or anything because they're not. So I feel like I can get away with it. But they were still pretty low cut, you know. And I would feel comfortable out and about with this on. And it's like now I would not feel comfortable going outside like that, you know. And it's like because God transformed me, and it's like. When you go to him, you know, he'll just transform you in different areas of your life. So it's not like, oh, I have to have it all together. I gotta cut off the music, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. The first thing you have to do is seek God and then he'll, he'll help you as long as you keep up asking him for that help.
0: Exactly, yeah. Yeah, because like I was saying, I, I thought it was a big sacrifice and I thought I would have to do all these things. And I, I thought I'll have to be this way in order to be, you know, to dive deep in and to, you know, to building that relationship and, and with God. But I, I soon realized that I was still listening to that music and I didn't cut off clean, clean, smooth. But after a while, I began to just not feel like this desire to listen to certain types of music as much. And I, I, you know, it was more than the music too. It became like a way of life. I didn't feel a need to do the same things as I did before, but I didn't see when it happened, but a shift happened. I didn't feel it, but it happened. It was like one of those minor earthquakes that things are moving beneath your feet, uh, plates are shifting and, and yet you don't feel it on the earth because there's so much between you and that of which is moving, but a just happened. And I didn't realize it happened until I found myself not ask myself, but as a whole different person, I was like, Oh yeah, it wasn't as bad as I thought it'd be. Or that wasn't, that wasn't so difficult. Uh, I don't know why I thought it was going to be so hard. And so um, that's something that, that you will get accustomed to um, as you, as you walk this walk, for sure. What, what do you have to say about, about that, Skaya?
1: (laughs) Quiet over there. (laughs) Um, yeah,
0: absolutely. I got to give it a Um, okay, so, it's interesting because, when I was thinking about, like, motherhood and stuff, and I just respect, women, for being able to, go through that whole process. It it really is a miracle. And, um, I was just a little panicked by it, and I knew this lady who was pregnant, and I asked her, I was like, it's oh, just amazing how you do it, like, and that like, I just can't even think about it, and she was like, you know what, it's amazing how
1: natural it is, and
0: I was like, oh, wow, that's really comforting to know because you feel overwhelmed. Like, it's daunting task to have a baby. It's a daunting task to follow God, like, when you think about it. But his yoke is light, you know, and um burden is easy. So it's amazing how natural it is for you to follow Christ when you are in his will, when you are Make that decision. I'm going to follow Jesus. It's amazing how it just all falls into place. Mm -hmm. like if you're meant to be a mom, it's amazing how natural Mm -hmm. that is for you. Yeah. um, Yeah. I yeah. I remember when you had like these this misgivings about you know pregnancy. You you didn't even want to look at like a like a pregnant belly. It, you, <laughs> you you were just like, uh, uh, uh no. <laughs> and I remember thinking, why, man, is she like that? What what do you... <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but um, things change. Things change. Yeah, You know, things change often. And so um, those minor shifts do happen. And so um, I just want to know what you guys think about this conversation um is this something that you're currently debating about like are you are you struggling with with um this need to be a part of the culture and what they're listening to versus being a a child of god and being a christian do you feel like it's it's causing any type of hindrances in your life Uh, or do you feel like it's not? It's not a big sacrifice for you. Uh, do you feel like it's just I'm I'm living and God will work it out. I'd Love to hear all you have to say, and we can always pick up on any comments or you know any concerns, any prayer requests. We can always pick up on that in our next episode. But I feel like we we talked about quite a bit, and so this time I just want to leave the 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 platform open for you guys to say what you want to talk about. If there's anything that's just been on your mind this week, there's, if there's any word that you were given that you felt like you want to share it to, to our audience, like uh, what, how are you feeling at this time? Can I say one more thing just before we close that? Definitely. Um. So you might hear me say from time to time, Stay salty. And what I'm referencing is Matthew 5, 13. For so it says, Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost its favor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is forth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden on the foot of men. So I say you stay salty, stay in the will of God, so you're not trodden on the foot of men. So stay okay. salty. You kind of cut out a little bit at towards the end there. Can you repeat the last the last statement you had to say, Skyah? Um, So I was just saying stay salty, so you're not flooded under a foot right of the earth. Um, and now you're able to salt the earth. Mm.
1: I like so- seasoning on my um, food. anyway. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Come
0: on! so stay salty out there kingdom uh we we gotta stay salty because we are the salt of the earth and nobody likes unseasoned meat okay come on nobody <laughs> likes unseasoned meat. we gotta stay salty and be about god's business so um this is this has been so uh fun and uh, i always like having these conversations with my sisters you know this is this is a great opportunity for us to grow together. And so I want you guys to feel comfortable with just being a part of our family and just know that, you know, we already are family. So you might as well make it official and subscribe to us. <laughs> um, subscribe to us. You know, make sure you sign up for our subscriptions if you want to, you know, help your girls out by you know, donating or anything like that, that is all on our Anchor FM um, channel. And so you can always do that. But just know that just by you listening, it's a blessing to us. So we appreciate you listening to us and what we have to say on today. If there's any topics that you feel that you want us to discuss, feel free to uh, email us again. And we'll be sure to review those emails and, and see what you guys have to say, what the kingdom has to say about things that are happening in the world as of today. So, I'm people, may the Lord bless you and thank you. May he make his face shine upon you. May he give you peace. May he give you rest. And may he be safe and protected. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen again. Thank you so much, guys. And we hope to see you next time.